the one and only, I think it is time for another episode of Stirring the Pot. You damn skippy it is. What's going on with your brother? Man, feeling good. I can't wait to get into this episode. This is where we start talking that green, green, and I'm wearing my cozy old man sweater, so you know we're going to talk some Republican money shit right now. Oh, yeah, some black Republicans, man. Nas and Jay-Z type <laughs> shit right here. <laughs> so let's, let's get into this episode. It's another fantastic episode of Stirring the Pot, episode 10. Do we yes. do anything special for episode 10? Episode 10, anything special, man. We got something special coming up for y'all. And we're three away from uh, us not failing as a podcast. I, I, it's according to, I think you said that before. Yeah, Most don't make it past 13. 13, lucky number, man. 14, once we hit that magic number of 14, it's, it's not only, it's not only uh, 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 whatchamacallit, a fantastic podcast. It's a movement, man. We're going to keep it going. Yes, yes. That, and that actually is a perfect segue into this particular topic because we're going to talk about that topic that everybody got on their brain when they hop on either this anchor shit or this pod, that podcasting shit or Instagram, and that is monetization with the big old M. Money, money, money. I, I wish we had the sound effects, man. Make it rain because that's, you know what? Money do make the word go around. So this is an important ass topic because all them Gary Vee motherfuckers, they got to see them dollars coming in. Exactly. And, you know, let's give this a little preface a little bit. There was a particular point when we was talking in Voxer and you came to me with this idea of us trying to get up on this money train shit. It's, it's big enough for everybody. Why can't we dive on in? And at first I was like, no, Mac, is you smoking some crack? What the fuck is you talking about, man? <laughs> I was thirsty. I was thirsty. We're I doing know. this for love. We artists. We, we, we artists, man. What you doing? Then I was like, you know what? After I tripped out on him a little bit, I was like, wait a minute. Maybe that, that could be a good look. Gorgeous, you know, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because I was thinking about it, though, man. Because you know, there is that that kind of that line you tiptoe a little bit, where you want to keep doing it because you love doing it. But at the same time, wouldn't it be great to get paid for doing what you love? Isn't that why everybody trying to do something with their life? Hell yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day, you got to tell yourself, I mean, or you don't have to tell yourself, but you always think about this, man. If somebody's willing to pay more money for something, it must be worth more, right? Right, right. So with that in mind, hell yeah, everybody wants to get paid because you feel better about yourself. People that are paying for whatever they're paying for appreciate it more. You know, it's all those things. You know, you get something for free, you're like, meh. But if you have to work for something and you actually love it so much that you're willing to pay for it, it's a whole different attitude. So there's there's all that value sort of thing mixed up with that notion of getting paid for something, right? Exactly. And I believe that's what I was talking to you about. Like, man, if it's if it adds value to what the message is about and you're getting compensated for it, that's 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 all around a good look. And I can't really knock you know what? You know what, Mo Mac, I got a confession. I used to hate the Gary V people back in the day, bruh. 
No, I, I used to hate them. I mm-hmm. used to be like, "Ugh, why are they coming up in here talking all that?" Because I came from my little nice and fluffy social app background, where all we wanted to talk about was, "Oh, if The Walking Dead was real, what would you do?" <laughs> that was like that was like the best topics back then, you know, when it was just kitty playland. But now you have people that's trying to put um, invest, you know, a lot of time into. Um, Apps like Anchor, where they can get a following and hopefully they can carry that following to somewhere where those dollars are. And we all know that other big word, that P word, Patreon. We keep hearing about it. Everybody and their mama saying they're going to make a Patreon account. But I heard you got to pay them motherfuckers a little money for you to get that account. Yo, everybody needs a cut. You know what I'm saying? Even that Patreon shit ain't free. Right, right. So that's we letting people know now you're going to have to put some money into that shit. To get some money back, but uh, the, but to be fair, I think the way it works is that you know they basically take a cut of what you get paid. So however you set it up, whatever subscription service you got for people to pay you, right? They pay right. in your account. They're dropping in that five dollars a month or whatever it is. You know these motherfuckers taking two off the top. You know they let you get the three. So you you know whatever it is. I mean I'm not sure if those uh, those things equate, but it's it's easier to understand like that, right? So they just. It's not like you got to pay up front to be part of it, but right. eventually you are paying, right? It's like eBay. You sell some shit, you're going to have to pay for right, using the exactly. thing after the fact. I mean, you know, to, to, some, to some effect, I think it's all right because, you know, they put in the work in making and establishing that shit. Like, why not, right? Right, right. And um, I, was, I was listening to Miss Eileen on Anchor.fm, and I believe she's everywhere else. I don't know her podcast names and stuff. But what she did mention was very interesting to me. Now, get this, Mo Mac. Let's say you do make. Let's say you make that Patreon account, right? Okay. And you're doing your thing. You're getting some little money, but then you go to other. This is what I'm hearing is going on. People are paying other people to pay, basically get a shout out from somebody who has a big following. And you pay them a little money and they'll shout you out. And then that way you get more people on your stuff. So hopefully you can get money. But man, that's kind of crazy to me. Paying other people to get your stuff out there on top of you already paying Patreon. That's kind of backwards a little bit to me. I know it, it totally seems that way, man. I think that's the that's the nature of business. You know, I don't see it because I'm not a marketing guru. Like, I don't know that marketing shit. Right, but, right. But I figure it's like any commercial, right? Like you got to pay a little bit to get your name out there. And the more you do it, like the fucking Donald Trump, you're going to win the election, man. (laughs) The more you do it, the more people have that name recognition. That's where branding comes in. It's just name recognition, man. So I think that's what they're trying to do. And, you know, even if they don't like your shit, you might get exposed. I mean, this is the way I feel about it. If you're going down the channel, because I mean, believe it or not, that's what I think pod casting no blogging used to be back in the 2000s you know when yeah. blogging first started out i bet you people did this on the low but they would have people review their shit or fucking they'd come on and do a little guest blog post or whatever on a yeah. popular blog to get their name out there and to have people like oh look at this you know and you know out of the let's say 100 people that are looking at it if you get 20 of them coming over to your shit at a blog that has like millions of people reading it woo, that's nice that's yeah. That's a good look. That's that's a good look. <laughs> <laughs> now, you said something that wanted to tie into my next point. And this is the golden rule of social media. When you really look at it, take, take instance for Anchor. 
-hmm. How do you get more listeners, right? You don't get it by just posting more stuff. You get it by going out to listen to other people. Try to get on those big influencers, you know, get on their coattails so hopefully they can um, publish a call-in or if you're really lucky, they can echo something of yours and boom, overnight you start getting 30, 20 more listeners than you usually get. Yo, you salivating at the mouth. If you're a female, you're starting to get a little wet. If you're a guy, you're starting to get hard. You can't control yourself. But then you start to realize you're on the hamster wheel now. Oh, you're yeah. You have to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it over and over. And some people can work that into their um, their content. But people like me, it can be extremely hard because the content that I create, it's based upon people coming because of the quality of what I'm saying, not just basically because, you know, I came out to their stuff and said, hi, please follow me. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I mean, when you invest your time, I can see this, man, because I've known you for a while now. So I see this when you invest your time and you get stuff out there. It's all about creation. You create like you're I don't know if the word epic is right for this, but it is. Uh, I think there's another word that I'm trying to find here. Um, my freaking digital mental dictionary is kind of those old man creaks, right? But you're, but you just it just oozes out of you like nonstop creativity, creativity. Like if anybody could do is prolific. That's the word. Oh, okay. Oh. I'll, I'll accept that. The judges accept that. You accept that, right? I'm do, I'm going for the SATs, baby. Come on, I need that verbal. <laughs> you're prolific, Duan. Like you do not stop with the like. Look at your station any day. I don't care. Any day. And that is just, it just is bursting at the seams with topic after topic. And, yo, I'm not talking about just 10 seconds. I'm talking for a full two minutes. All of the two minutes being good, interesting shit. You know, mind uh, expanding sort of topics, right, to make you think. Now, I don't see, I'm, I hate to say it, but I don't see another, a lot of stations like out there. And I've been listening. And trust me, I've been listening. I don't see a lot of stations that do it with your variety, man. Maybe they do it on one topic and they might have five, eight, ten segments on that shit. But let me tell you, man, after day two, you're tired of that shit, right? Right. So, I mean, the fact that you could do it the way you do it, you are... Yeah, it would be a waste of your time to just go out there and do the hi, how you doing? I'm the one normally meet me come, you know, like do that meet and greet stuff, you know, because that's that sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like it's uh, the mom club, right, or something like mm-hmm. that for 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 like the suburbs, man. It's just it's not a true artist. It's a waste of your time. I'm just put it that way. It's a waste of your time, man. So um, yeah, it would be hard for you to grow uh, in this kind of social media world where you have to, you know waste time like that it just doesn't make sense it does the trade-off is not worth it i mean what do you think okay i want to i want to propose this to you this question but i want to build it up first okay let's let's take instance for anchor since that's the platform we are on and those who are listening who who do not have anchor download that shit now you're wasting your life if you don't got it (laughs) anyway (laughs) so So with anchor right the thing that they did that's an advantage for some is their feature so the feature people don't have to try as hard to find new people because all the new people are finding them because they are affixed to the Anchor UI when you download the app, right? 
Good point. I feel like it's a cheat. That's a God code, but all right, let's keep it rolling. Yeah. So, so with that, you know, that's one thing. It's like, it's okay. You know, anchor doesn't like me. The staff thinks I'm an asshole or they think I'm, you know, don't have value. Whatever. <laughs> allegedly, 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 allegedly. Let's, let's not point any fingers or nothing like that. So right. next up, what we have is the built-in legacy audience. And from anchor one, you know, I, I had a decent following on there. And I would say I, I have a decent following on Anchor, too. But you know what the crazy thing is, Mo Mac? What's the crazy thing? Even with my content and the shit I put out, I have not cracked the top 100 in a while. Now, it's not to say that my content is bad, but it is to say that I am not going out to find new listeners and this right. is what the right. algorithm unfortunately or very fortunately depending on who you are favors it favors people who are putting themselves out there kissing the babies and you know signing the autographs and all that stuff and, and getting their name out there and known you know what's on- funny about that hold on though but you know what's funny about that what if you were designing a social media app and you said <sighs> you know what if somebody follows this station it must mean it's a good station but they don't know the reason it's a good station. Like it's just, it just is working against the way it's supposed mm. to be working. You know what I'm saying? Cause by the definition I just proposed, you should be getting the follows because you're a great station. You know what I'm saying? Like you're a fantastic <coughs> stations when people echo you and listen, let's be honest. You, you, you do get a lot of follows, man. So I'm, I'm going to say that allegedly thing remark we made earlier might be some truth to that. <laughs> Just saying, you, you know, it's suspect. It's suspect when you don't break the top 100 with the stuff you do. But, um, but it's, it's, if, the, if the algorithm is, it doesn't know that the reason people are favoring stations is just that for, you know, the tit for tat, like, oh, you favor me, I favor you, and that bullshit that goes on. So uh, it's trying to work right, but it ain't because of human nature. Right, right. And then one thing we can take into account as well. Well, I, should I add this? Now? I'll add it. Is that sometimes Anchor just drops off the map. Like it, I, a couple of weeks ago, I was averaging maybe in 24 hours, like maybe 20 or 30 listens per post. Right. True. Whereas now I average less than 20 in 24 hours uh, wow. sometimes so wow. that is it ebbs and flows you know what i mean it ebbs and flows when people decide they want to listen and when they don't want to listen decide when they want to be on anchor or off of anchor you know it, it always fluctuates that's and true. that's kind of the that's a, the nature of the beast with most social app platforms but one thing i do notice with the people who tend to be let's say maybe top top 30 and up they are either featured either a celeb i've seen fuck have you seen the dude who made the room was on there you made, probably don't look at it enough the dude who made the room you know that terrible movie the room the room uh, no wiseau steve tommy tommy wiseau you know that have you heard of his name though the, no the now i'm gonna have to look it up what the room yeah, all right I'm tommy wiseau the room it's like one of the worst movies ever uh rated oh but shit that's set, horrible <laughs> but um i'm trying to think of his name it recently the disaster movie got made out got made recently and it was a it was a based off that movie oh the, the, my god this movie is horrible yeah why so what the fuck is this guy yeah he's on anchor and he was number one shit <laughs> no way so i was like oh shit he's actually on anchor because obviously that has to be him oh but yeah the reason why i bring that up is that it's either Oh, he People looked like who... meatloaf. Oh, I see this right now. <laughs> He's like the skinny meatloaf. All right, all right. Oh, sh- 
oops, we're not supposed to be saying that because he's actually on anchor. Oh 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 oh. Censor. He looked like boop. All right, go. Right, right. Okay, scrub that out. Scrub that out. But yeah, you know, you either got people who are featured, and you got celebs, but also you have people who network their ass off. That's they network their ass off. I mean, they come out of the gate just going on every single station, listening. I heard some people brag that they do over 150 shout outs uh, in a week or something. I'm like, whoa, oh, God, no, I'm not doing anything over 50, over 150 times if it ain't me making some content. Well, you know what? We got to bring this back to how you make money off this stuff. But I have a little thing to say about 150 shout outs, 150 shout outs. You just said it, man. There's like zero content there. I mean, you might get the friendliest anchor award but yo let's just look at this for real are you tuning in to the news where people are just getting shout outs like your grandma you know like no because that's actually not interesting that is not interesting it's maybe interesting to the one person right it might be interesting if you're shouting out a new station you found like a gem a diamond in the rough that i'll take I'll yeah. take that. You'd be like, oh, check out blah, 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 the one known station, this, that, and the other thing. You know, a nice tight shout out, 30 seconds. But, but yo, when you got like fucking just hours of content about shout outs, it's not a good look, man. That's, that's tired. I'm already tired thinking about it. That's tired. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what it is? That's that uh, hustle and grind. They apply that method to anchor. So in the same way how they go on Instagram, they'll, they'll follow uh, like, you know, couple thousand you know that person that has like they're following ten thousand people but they got like seven thousand people following them yeah yeah and they got three posts <laughs> and they got the three posts and stuff. right <laughs> and, and then they course, got the weird kid numbers and the pretty picture of a chick yeah i know those people i see and them. then you know of, of course of those people those seven thousand they only get like 80 likes <laughs> yeah right right good point good point it's 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 ridiculous when you think about it, but yeah, that's the way it works. Yeah, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. The more you you put out there, the more likely of a chance you could be that next biggest thing. Yeah, well, you know what? In some ways, I don't I don't blame them because that's what you hear, right? That's the shit you're supposed to do when you listen right. to anybody talking about. It, it's like get your numbers up, blah blah blah. Get their right. emails, blah blah blah. And right. then when you have something to sell them, you hit them all up, and then they're becoming knocking at your door. But I don't think that's the way it really works. Because think about the last time you fell for that trick. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like, you ain't falling for that trick. You're like, yo, I'm trying to hustle you. You ain't hustling me. And if everybody's thinking that, then what the fuck's the point, man? What is the point? I don't understand what these people are trying to do. It don't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, and like you were saying, in, in one hand, it is effective because they tend to be on the leaderboard all the time, these individuals who I won't name because I respect their hustle and grind. This is no knock to what they do. But I tend to notice more than not when I do listen to their stations that it's, it's not really a, a, a like lush, a lush of engagement about topics that the person's talking about. It's more about them basically thanking the person for favoriting them or something like that. So it is engagement, but it's like so flimsy that you might as well just say that thank you, that little interlude thing. Yeah, thank you. Right, that thank you. Right, the, the, the oh, thank you. Yeah, that corny ass interlude thing. But you know, the other thing that's interesting about that, you just brought up a great point um, where, you know, in some way you have to do that. You have to be 
I don't know, reciprocal, right? Yes. Because other, uh, otherwise, you know, you're not doing anything right. But, you know, those people haven't listened to the station. The ones that are probably calling in and saying, thank you for favoring my station, or blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, you know, so I, I, I could see where that just becomes a, a chase your tail sort of situation, you know, because they're not really talking about anything. They're just saying, hey, blah, 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 you know. Wah, 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 you know, like that freaking Snoopy's talk or whatever the hell it is. Wah, 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 wah. And then this other person could be wah, 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 wah back at him. And at the end of the day, you ain't got nothing. No conversation, right? And let me just be honest. It's hard to get conversation going. You know, you got to make people feel comfortable. Oh, yeah. Come on now. I mean, you're the expert. But honestly, it's hard. You got to make people feel comfortable, welcome, and that their opinion is, you know, you got to work some magic to try to get that opinion out of them, the real thing. So it's quite a talent to make that happen. So there's no knock because, honestly, if they haven't done it before, new to social apps, they ain't extroverts. Ooh, you're talking about a fucking uphill battle, dog. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, the conversation, I mean, this is easy with you and I because, you know, we expect some interaction back and forth. I don't have to wait, you know, to, you know, you're not busy to, to take a call in. Instantaneous right here. But when you are out there on the mm -hmm. battlefield, you don't know what these people want to hear. And that's the problem. Sometimes you can get in your head that you think you do know what they want. So you start to try to make shit to mold and fit with them but in some ways you kind of um take yourself out of you and you're not really doing stuff for you you're doing stuff more to get engagement from other people all right and now let's picture this though how would so that's just to get engagement right that's just to get your numbers up maybe uh but can we apply the same theory to money what if you were trying to get paid dog what do you think would happen then like, let's say you were getting paid through Patreon. Yeah. What, what do you think would happen to your content, Juan, or to you as a content creator, man? Does that change, like, your whole – do you think it would change you, the way you do stuff? You know what, Momac? I kind of thought about this a little while, and I used to be one of those people that I'm an artist for life. Get that money out of my damn face. I don't mm -hmm. need it. I'm not going to mm -hmm. let it control me. But I think it would change me – for the better and i know it won't because see for me oh that's a I would just mm -hmm. yeah I, I think in some ways it would change me for the better because if i if i went through the act of setting up my patreon letting people know and putting out content in terms of like value premium content um i've already tooled with that i mean toyed with that idea in the, in the past and i did enjoy it to a certain degree but it does create that sort of pressure for you oh, yeah. to have to deliver. You know what I mean? Because this, oh, yeah. this motherfucker is spending money on you now. This ain't no applauses and, you know, corny stuff like that. This is actual money. So with that being said, um, I would definitely feel I have to make some premium stuff. I, I couldn't, it can't be nothing I'm doing on Anchor already. It would have to be something special. You know Correct. what I mean? Correct. I would want it to feel special special like this is pay-per-view you getting something you can't just see any other day of the week and um that's what i kind of wonder with some people like when they want to get money they want to get compensated i get it everybody wants to get paid but where's the value my dollar is going into besides you you know not having to pay rent <laughs> one day besides that like where's the like am i getting something for my money you know like movie the like going to the movies you know 
what makes it what makes it so special to where they put all this millions and millions and millions of dollars into right, 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 you know right, right. so it, it's kind of like one of those things like you know it's it's a it's, it would be the ultimate respect for someone to spend hard-earned cash on what i do or what i can do the pen, the potential to do but at the same time i don't want to give them some half-ass shit if they're going to pay it would be a declaration that i have to come correct and you know, go all out to make sure that the people are having a great time. And, and hopefully that would even make my content better. That would, I mean, in some ways, I think it would. It's hard to say, though, what will make your content better in the sense right. that, you, you know, you already got a following for what you do already. So yeah. let's just start with that. You know, you're already doing stuff right to a certain extent. You're already doing stuff right. Then you come along with this, oh, right, now I got, you know, because Patreon got levels. You got levels. I mean, I guess you could set it the way I've seen this happen before. Let me tell you, I, I have a little story for Patreon. Let me tell you, I done supported somebody on Patreon before. Okay. All right. And this is how it worked. They had like, okay, the $5 level, $5 a month. And, you know, you get a certain set of whatever they do in this instance, um, this chick and you know how to be a chick because I ain't being paying for no guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's soft, man. You supposed to be you supposed to be saying hell. I pay for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. We see about that, right, We see about that, but let's see let's see how we go. Anyway, so what she did she did was her thing was comic books, right? She had this comic strip thing. I was like, all right, cool, comic strip thing. So at the five dollar level, you get whatever series of comic book. You know, at the fifteen dollar level, you get. Um, the comic strip plus some special edition shit plus, I don't know, some pictures, whatever. At the $100 level, you got all this other stuff, right? Mm. Just amazing stuff, supposedly, at the $100 level, whatever. Because they had, like, some super high levels. You get, like, freaking a record. I don't know. I'm making stuff up. I don't remember. But she, it's a lot, a lot of stuff, right? So the first month went well. Shit was every, you know, like, every day, blah, 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 blah. By month two, though, started dropping off. You see mm. the comics as, you see them as much, you know? Ain't seen them much. Saw so a couple of sorry messages here and there, you know. And dog, by, by month three, it was like once, twice that month. And then, uh, you know, uh, I'm shutting down my Patreon. I'm refunding y'all the money and stuff like that. Damn. It went, it, went, it went from being something I think she enjoyed doing. It was a lot of fun. and was getting, like, all the likes and blah, 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 because it was new. It was easy to being a fucking job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... When it becomes a job, it could uh, it could really fuck with your brain a little bit, you know? Like, maybe somebody commented, like, yo, I'm paying blah, blah, blah for this. And you're putting out this shit. Like, you know, people start looking at the, the stuff a little bit different once they're paying. So I agree with you. It gets a little bit scary once you start asking or saying, hey, this is paid stuff. And what also becomes scary is when you start incorporating that money into your day-to-day -day, and then people leave you know what i'm oh, saying oh yeah Ooh, you so. got to think about that like oh you were planning to buy blah 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 to go to the next level next month but wait you know you you got a 25 percent drop you just don't have enough money to buy whatever food or take care of whatever bills and go that extra you know so it really does fuck with you a little bit because nothing's guaranteed exactly and that is the scariest thing for any creator a content creator or artist is when you get into the business of it and it's yeah. lucrative and the, the, the money starts to dry up and you kind of are struggling with what to do next. And for me, that would definitely be scary. If I got to that point where I was able to actually 
not work and you know that became my job it'd be fun but like you said when it's your job and you know it's not as fun that's when you you find out what you're really made of right i think i watched some youtube uh a documentary it was like an mtv real life thing okay and talked about these these youtubers you know um and, and what they have to go through you know every day making it every single day they gotta make a video and and then, you know like when you're watching youtube you know you just you just you're seeing finished products you know what right. I mean? you're not you're not really seeing what it takes to constantly post and, and put all this stuff up, but they really be grinding, man. And, and it's and in some ways you kind of have to sacrifice a lot of things. You know, I mean, if any any type of career that you want to do that you have a passion for, you're going to have to sacrifice something anyway. But with social media, it's so different because it's a different level of creativity. This isn't exactly like Hollywood and actors and scripts and stuff like that, but this is you by yourself, or maybe you can, it's even worse if you have a team behind you um, <laughs> constantly having to put the churn these ideas out all this, all the time, especially on YouTube. It, like, let's just say YouTube, or I mean, I guess we can do it elsewhere. Where no, but YouTube like, is good. You know why? Because they're like serious celebrities on YouTube, like Casey Knight, N- Nice that right. he's one of the biggest ones, right? Right. And he does it vlogging style, right? Like he does it vlogging style. But yo, he puts out a good. Like I heard him talking about it. So he's running his business. Then he's shooting all this shit for the vlog, and then he's editing it at night for the next day. And you know, people be busting his ass. The dude works a lot. Right to keep that shit going. So there's that to be said about it, man. I don't know how much money is coming off of it or whatever. And he's kind of backed off because he's changing ideas. But there you go. That's the other thing, right? And yeah, um, what else you got to say mm-hmm. is that it's a monkey see, monkey do thing too. So you got a lot of them doing the same thing. So it's kind of, in some ways, it's like, damn, how are they actually making money when you, you know, this person came out with the top 10 this and then this person doing the top 10 that. And it's like, mm-hmm. like, why do I want to watch either one of y'all? Y'all doing the same thing. You know? Y'all doing the same thing. You know what's funny about that? That's probably what's happening on Anchor a little bit. Like if you got a lot of new people coming mm. on and they're listening to the top, what, you know, they go to the leaderboard because that's the thing to do. Who's on the leaderboard? What are they doing? Mm. They're doing all these shout, shout outs. Well, that must be the thing to do. So. You know, oh, you got open up them can of worms. Let's let's go there. I think you opened them up because you made me just see this now. I didn't recognize what was actually going on. Like, why would somebody think this is? The, but it makes sense now to me. It makes sense. I don't blame them so much anymore. It sounds like the logical thing to do. They see people on the leaderboard doing it. They're like, shit, this is what I must be doing to get on the leaderboard. So let's do it. I'm gonna tell you, Mo Mac. I have a confession, but I'm going to let everybody hear it. Some people, I avoid their stations because if you listen to it accidentally, you are going to get a shout-out notification so fast. <laughs> <laughs> you can just tip your toe in that water and get out. It's like, oh, oh, no, no, you got you in there. So, yep, I, I get those, and it's like, and they think that you're listening to their whole station, that you really were engaged, and it's like, well, if you look closely, it says I only listened to one segment, and that's it. Know. They don't know. You know I what's don't even think they better? Care. I don't think they uh, even yeah. care at this point. Yeah. You know what's better than that? I was going to say if they get echoed by chance and they're on another station that you listen to. And of course, you know, as the station's going and boop, their segment comes up and you're like, oh, fuck, skip. And that's they think you happens. actually, they, that's how it happens. They actually think you listen to it and they're like, oh, thank you. For you hit the nail on the head. That's how it happens, man. That's, that's a big problem. That's a actually. part of the monkey see, monkey do, the echoing stuff. Yeah. You you have a lot of people, they echo the people who echo, and then they echo them, and they echo. So it's this whole, like, spider web of echoes going on. And if you're, if you're in the circle, 
you are blessed. They will shine light on your ass. They oh, will yeah. always hoist you up. And the problem becomes when you get people like me in the mix who, like last time I got a shout out, I called into the station and I said, thank you for shouting me out. And guess what happened? They didn't publish the call. In. Oh, no kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> they didn't oh, publish wow. the call in. They, they, they privately called me back and said, oh, yeah, you're welcome. And actually, could you do da, 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 da? So they're, they're, not, they're not stupid. They know they're, they're, they, they're, there's a certain formula and method to what the madness that they do um, in terms of getting those listeners. Uh, because this is what I wanted to pose to you. Just, just let, what do you okay. think is more important? To get more listeners, to get more engagement, or to get more applause? To get so applause could be a way of engagement. I'm gonna look at it that way, right? Because applause right. could be a way of engagement. Right. I love I love applause a lot of times. Like I'll be listening to you. There like uh, a lot of times five or six different places that it, you know during the segment where it's a good place to applaud. You know because you got those dramatic pauses. You got a lot of shit going on. You know right. you, you flip it around. You got places to applaud. So I think applause are great. The way Anchor implemented them. I got to tell you, man, I'll be talking on the phone. I want to applaud some shit or, you know, what <laughs> it <laughs> does change it, the way how you listen to yes, audio. Yes. I hate to say it. I think they're actually a great way of engagement on top of that. Now you got the comments where people you say something in your segment, they might be commenting on it. Nice. You know, like a quick jab. Uh, it's a nice little bit of spice they could add to it. So I think the engagement from that is big, but, um, Nothing beats a call in on that segment. Nothing beats voice because at the at its heart, Anchor is the voice app, you know. And a lot of times, like even Persia said this, and I love when she said it. She's like, "Yo, when it's cold outside, and I know I can't fucking swipe next or any of that shit, I go to your station, Duan. And I know I've been saying this a lot, but I, she knows that's the station to go to because she knows she's going to get a consistent fifteen, twenty minutes of good stuff that she don't need to skip, and puts the phone in her pocket, you know." Yeah. And when you get a call in and it comes, you know, one after another, like that's the best, you know, because at that point you can't do the applause. You're probably not going to do the comments, even though you might want to. Um, but I guess ultimately it's like you were saying, I don't know if you're still agreeing with this now. The listens are fundamentally the most important thing because they're the audience. Right. So I guess ultimately that's the most important because if nobody's listening, they can't do any of the other mm. pieces. Now. Um, I agree with you. And the content creator in me, the create the artist, wants to feel the engagement is what matters the most. And it's the I love the important. engagement, though. I love the engagement. But, Trust me, when somebody engages with you, you're like, mm, you know, this exactly. is good stuff. But I, I, it's addictive. Like you said, the, the king is the listens. That, without that, it doesn't matter. It, right. it, if you give more listens and not much people are applauding, it doesn't matter. Because guess what? The applauses don't count as data that works towards your favor algorithmically. It's just there. It's static. It's just there for you to see. I have on record 500K uh, listens, 500,000 listens. Five, wow. Not listens, but 500. Sorry, not listens. Cause applause, I'm not right? Good. Applause. applause. I got 500,000 applause, but it don't mean shit. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. I'm not, I'm not ranked higher. I'm not ranked lower. It's just there. I heard someone today actually kind of making a fuss that not enough people were applauding their station and they made on they went on record to say how many times they got applauded and they're trying to encourage people to applaud more and i'm thinking well, you that's got not it gonna wrong. get applause you yeah, got it wrong that's, not... you know, that's you're, you're indicating to people that no one's really listening 
Because if they're listening, naturally they're going to applaud. And naturally they might want to engage. That's why I honestly, I don't make a big fuss when people don't, um, when they don't applaud. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal to me. Um, I do like when they engage. But the people that listen consistently, that's what matters most. And they don't need to applaud your stuff all the damn time. Uh, Some stuff, it's, it's, it. It's not meant for applause. You know what I mean? Some stuff is meant to mess with people's heads a little bit and make them <laughs> a little hesitant to applaud. Like, oh, I don't know. What, is this, what does this mean? <laughs> but, right, um, right, 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 right. But right. yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, I think all, ultimately the, the best thing, the, the, the number one important thing is that you're having a great time. That's the number one. If you're not having a great time using Anchor, it's not going to get any better when you start looking at those numbers. So guess what's going to happen? They're going to get worse and worse and worse. And when they get good, you're going to want them to be like that all the time. And that's right. not going to happen. It's not it's going to happen. Gonna happen. No, no. But how about this? You know what's interesting to me? Back to monetization a little bit. How about this? Yeah. Now, I, ha- I haven't – I don't know – the end all be all to this, but this is kind of the concept I was coming across. There are social media platforms out there. Steemit is one that people have talked about over here and I checked them out a little bit. And what they do is I'm not going to go into the technical because I don't know the technical. I'm going to go in stupid mode because I understand stupid mode. What I understand is that over there you get a, it's not a Bitcoin, it's Steemit dollars or whatever they call it. It's a cryptocurrency for transactions and to them a transaction is when you post something when you clap to something when you view something whatever it is so imagine for anchor terms your segment you would get depending on maybe the number of listens or something like that a certain value like shit is tied to it now how, how would you value stuff let's just say in the anchor verse imagine that was actually there how would you value stuff would you give somebody money for the listens they were getting and legit listens and do you think now this is the more important part do you think people would because i know it's all virtual money and it's kind of make-believe money but let's face it man almost all money in a way is virtual you know what i'm saying like um if somebody ain't going to take your money it ain't worth shit so let's yeah. let's just bring it to that that idea so in this way even though it's monopoly money if you had to pay to listen to somebody's segment do you think that's a good thing because then i think then the one only the cream of the crop would race to the top you wouldn't be going to know oh station that's like oh man thank you for favoriting my station this that and that. i mean you have to have your game tight you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think content creation would, I mean, it would filter out a lot of bullshit, man. It would filter out a lot of bullshit. And not only that, guess what? You as a content creator, see, but that that's where I get a little bit iffy. You as a content creator might be like, nah, I'm not going to put this out because it's a little bullshitty, you know? And the funny thing is you might self-edit yourself to the point where, you know, some great stuff that you didn't know was great is not going to make it out there. So um, it's like a double-edged sword. I feel so, I don't know what to say, man. That's, it's, yeah, what, what you were saying and based upon the principles of what that, steam it, you said? Yeah, steam it. Yeah, steam okay, it. steam it. Um, so likes, you, like say you, 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 know, you get a like for something, it's worth, I don't know, let's pretend it's a steam it dollar, you know? Maybe yeah. a, a call in, you know, it would be like five steam it dollars or whatever it is, I don't know. But it's something like that. Like, so when your stuff is good, you know, you 530,000 likes, brrr, 
you know, you got a certain big chunk of steaming dollars. Do you think that's a good thing? Like putting putting real quote unquote money behind something like that? Um, that's a great question, man. Uh, because that would totally change the way how people use anchor first yeah off. it would yeah I, it would. I don't think people would just be applauding you <laughs> it would be a whole you ain't gonna get them sympathy applauds or those accidental people are gonna be like don't touch my phone don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> like they kid trying to touch the part they slap the kid like yo don't phone. give me that phone don't be applauding that's, that's money yeah imagine that imagine this money going out of your account because you got whatever credits like yo no Oh my God, it'd be crazy. In a way, though, honestly, I don't think anything would change, man. I think oh, really? it would. I think a lot of ways it would be the same because if a lot of people knew that you could get paid from applauses or listens and whatnot, they would probably amp up the 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 methods in which they do that stuff now even more because we got to remember these people are effective. No, 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 no. But I'm saying it's like a wallet. Think about it this way. It's like a wallet. Like, let's pretend we all start the game with like a thousand for whatever reason, just for joining, you get a thousand, right? And you get to spend that thousand anywhere you want. When you actually like something, you're giving, you, you, it's not just liking, it's you're paying the person for their shit. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. like, oh, you listen to their stuff and you're like, oh yeah, that's worth two, definitely two, three, maybe five of those bucks or whatever like that, you know? So, you're really putting a lot of, um, I don't know, value behind what you're listening to. Now, do you think that would change the game where you're like, like you said, you won't let the kids just fucking go, go ham and cheese on that phone, applauding everybody and their mother. But Mo Mac, in my heart of hearts, I still feel it would be the same. Nice. nice. And the reason why I say that is because um, folks won't like you any more or less because I, of I that. think they will like you less. Honestly, I think they will like you less, like you were saying earlier. I think when it's real money, you you know, the I think the truth will be when you're talking about something like that where people feel like it's money, I think the truth will rise to the top, man. You will not be seen. I think you will have a lot more subliminal post on people who they feel aren't you know oh I hear, yeah i hear them all the time oh know? yeah oh what is anchor doing it seems like they're just yes. letting they need to make it separate and blah blah all this other stuff that they keep talking about so you like, know shut what? up you're using the app every day shut up i don't want to hear it the funny thing is i think when you have money involved i think things will get much more negative much faster i yeah. personally think so because even when there's not money People are acting like it is, you know, yeah, they, they're yeah, acting like right. they are getting paid. You know, they acting like, you know, something is wrong. And it's like, no, it's, it's a free social app that you can use. You can you can delete it at any time. You don't have to be here and you can talk to whoever you want to talk to. But of course, with people, that's not enough. They want to be number one or they feel this person who is number one shouldn't be number one. And when you get all that ego stuff in there, it can make for an interesting community and platform. And I would say for the most part, Anchor has been a safe platform for me. I never had any problems. I can't speak for other people on the other side of my microphone. Um, but what I will say is that Anchor um, can be a bit vague in their ultimate goal. They, they really have kind of made us all guess and kind of scratch our heads sometimes at the decisions they make. Well, any company is like that. Well, I don't think that's true. Hold on a second. For anybody coming on Anchor 2.0, they don't know Anchor 1. So they don't know that there was a different thing. You know, Anchor is Anchor. 
to them. I don't think I don't think those people are that confused. You know, it's radio by the people. Cool. You got a radio station. Cool. You know, you do radio stuff. You get you play songs. You do a little. But talk you know show. what's crazy, man? I'm starting to hear this from anchor two people. They're starting what? to say things have changed. They're starting to have their own little war cries now. No the, way. <laughs> with the leaderboard stuff. The oh, way supposed, how it you're... changed from the top 20 to top oh, 50 to top 100. So it's, 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 it's changing. Huh. And, and, and they're changing the algorithm. So in a way, they're having their stuff that is starting to really now to what they don't feel that ain't going in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like, oh, y'all think this is bad. Well, what happens if they took away call-ins and they made it replies? What would y'all do then? (laughs) You're going backwards to anchor. (laughs) Yo, if you could do one of those like anchor 2.0 to 1.0's little going back in time shit like some of the old crew want. Wow. Yeah, that would be a game changer for a lot of people, man. A lot of people. Wow. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just. I'm just thinking about it. But I see. You know what? I can see your point now. You know, it was a surprise to me. I'm like, what the fuck could they possibly be talking about? It's been the same format. But you know what? I didn't think about the leaderboard shit. I didn't think about that leaderboard shit because yeah, it's a rude awakening in a sense when you go from whatever was it the top twenty before to like the top one hundred now that you could see people. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see that being a problem. They're like, oh no, you know, like whatever, like. It kind of devalues the top 20 in a sense. It's like, oh, oh yeah, know, it's I'm... almost like to a point where it's like it doesn't even just just like I told people, just use it to get more favorites and you get more listeners. Put right. your best stuff out when you're on there because it's going to change overnight. They'll change it to something else and you'll yeah. go from like 10 to like 100 <laughs> inexplicably, even though you're doing the same thing. Yeah, so, you're doing the exact same thing. You used to have the same feel. I'm right. Yeah. And you know what's sad? Like, honestly, is somebody really scrolling past 30? I mean, really? Like, is somebody really going that? Like, oh, you're 96 on the leaderboard? I mean, hey, I'm not 96 on the leaderboard. But damn, you think somebody's really going that low? I don't think so, man. Right. I think that's, uh, there's so much falsity in, in that leaderboard now. Holy crap. I didn't even think And they about can't that. please anybody, right? I remember when yes. they first had the top 20, yes. it was only to feature people. And everybody was pissed off. And those same people that pissed off, and they got on the leaderboard, they were happy. But then when they changed the algorithms, they didn't like it. Then when they added more people, they liked it. But then they changed it out. So you kind of see that they're doing this pattern. Anchor is testing things out. Well, and, you know what? Oh, I don't. This. Wait, wait, wait. Wants to be the, Anchor wants it? to be the celebs too, though. They want to be on the leaderboard as well. <laughs> <laughs> so now you got to compete with them motherfuckers no, you who don't. are making the app. No, you don't. Remember that trick the one? Wasn't there a time when motherfuckers would block fucking stations so they don't have to see them on the leaderboard? Oh, that dirty of- shit. <laughs> but- <laughs> I heard somebody said they was going to do that. <laughs> Imagine that. You block all the stations and all of a sudden you go from number 100 on the leaderboard to number one because you blocked all those stations in that time. And when it refreshed, you didn't see them. So you're all of a sudden the- <laughs> Hang a picture up of it, man. Show your oh, mama, like, show your grandma. You done made it. You done made it, but you just blocked 99 people to make it. <laughs> ain't got nobody to talk to at that point. Yep, ain't social because you you ain't listening to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that is just it is just one of the funniest things that um, 
people will do, you know, like, but I think that was the problem. I mean, I don't know if it's the case anymore, but I think that was the problem with the fit, like the feature stations being on the leaderboard, right? People are like, oh, fuck those feature stations. I'm not listening to them anyway, block, block, block. And all right. of a sudden, all of a sudden they were getting reports like, yo, 90 people just blocked these featured stations. What's up with that? That doesn't, that seems crazy, right? Okay, Mo Mac, I got something controversial to say right now. Go ahead. Tell me. Lay it on. I think what people need to do, Anchor is telling them a message with that leaderboard, right? I feel what they're telling people is that you build your audience here, but if you want to make money, you want to take your ass somewhere else. That makes sense. I, I, I don't think that's controversial at all. I think that's hard to do for people. I think it'd be hard to do for me because I'm not a marketing person. That's where the people that do the marketing shit come in, right? Um, and the funny and thing is, wait a minute, I don't think it takes fucking great or long segments to do it. I think just like some short-ass, joke-ass segments. Yeah. And you go in places, you know? Like them, like them dudes reading the news in foreign languages. Shit, why don't you do that? Who knows? You might be, you might blow up on Russian Twitter or whatever it is. You know. You, you think Gary V trying to make sure he stay on top of the leaderboard? Hell, Hell no. no. Hell, Hell no. Because no. what? Because why? Because there's no money to be had being on Anchor. Yeah, not enough people. Not Until enough they start people. paying us, what's the point? Of trying to top that leaderboard all the time you're not getting paid if you're getting your numbers and you on facebook live or some shit like that or somewhere where you can make money cool do that props yes. to you you got your youtube yeah keep getting that youtube you got more subscribers now but if you must the people who thinking they can blow up off of anchor alone and stay on anchor the whole time they gotta they gotta they gotta give you all that bag and if they ain't giving you all that bag it's not worth it. Yeah, and at this point, I got to tell you, Anchor's just a tool, man. It feels like a real radio station, and there's, like, people out there. It feels like the whole world's out there. But, yo, it ain't. it's only them 500 people, <laughs> you know, that yeah. are, are doing stuff, man. It's just the radio station. Like, imagine you going to work, and, you, you know, you're doing your work. You're not selling it to the guy next to you in the cubicle or whatever the fuck, you know? You're doing stuff for the world, man. So, yeah, we got to go outside. You know what Anchor I really wants. would like to know? moment of What's all that? the people that are on anchor all the time and they're at the top of the leaderboard and if they do post podcasts to like itunes where are they placed on itunes that's what i want to know oh man that's some scary Ooh. numbers Ooh. oh i don't think i don't think it's a good look oh no we it's <laughs> scraping scraping the bottom of the shoe and shit like you we we right there with the bubble gum and shit on the bottom of the shoes i too oh. was looking at us like what the fuck is this anchor shit man put that shit all the way down there below <laughs> the top five thousand <laughs> below the oh man it's gotta be so last uh the only thing we maybe got going for us is i don't know what is it what is it Duan? what is it is it's the audience you build anywhere else man that's what it is yeah you know what people are busy people are busy so yes. yeah i mean there's just so much competition for their their attention man when i think about it, like you said it's the youtubes it's the cable shows it's the tvs it's the twitters it's all the social media their job their kids their family oh my god when you put yeah. it all it's a lot, man. It's a lot. But you know what I've learned? I learned that all it see that's the illusion. Everybody want to make it seem like they're busy. They got all the time in the world. But what you hear about them doing? 
They on Facebook all damn day, on Instagram all damn day, watching their streaming shows all damn day. They have enough time for this. And guess what? The internet is such a big place, at least until net neutrality, whatever that does to us. <laughs> That's another no. hurdle that we're going to have to face. But That's we don't really want to think about that right now. No, but, it's still, it's still, we're still fat, dumb, and happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep, we're still living exactly. a good life. But yeah, like I was saying, um, there's enough money for everyone. I, man, you, just go on YouTube. Type up any old bullshit thing. There will be somebody that is making money selling something on there, and they got a big-ass audience, and they're talking about absolutely nothing. Well, let, let me ask you this, though. Do you think it's enough? Do you really think... Honestly, from your point of view, is it necessary to have a big ass audience or a smaller? Because there's, there's mm. that idea of a thousand true fans, right? When you get quote unquote a thousand true, true fans, mm. a lot of dies, and they could do their five dollars. Like, let's just pretend five dollars a, a, a year. Let's just pretend it's five dollars a year for a thousand people. That's five thousand. No, that doesn't work. Okay, it's five dollars a month. So by the end of the year, you get your sixty grand or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's a real salary. Now, something for you to live off of. Would that make you happy as an artist? And you do exactly what you want to do because they're your truest fans. A thousand people. You don't have to fucking please millions. Or is it better to get a million people following you where just random hits now and then and you never know what's going to be like, you know? You might, by the end of the year, make more money, but, you know, some months are going to be dry, some months aren't going to be dry, but, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fuck with you mentally, I'm going to say. It's going to fuck with you mentally, you know what I'm saying? I will say that the success story is the person with that thousand core audience yeah. following. That's when he comes in. When you got... More than just your mama and your grandma and your your cousin's friend paying you, that's when you're starting to that's when you're starting to catch on to something. And this is the point where uh with the content creator, it's so so important to think outside of the people that you know and what you're familiar with, because you there may be somebody that for me, there was somebody in Manhattan, New York. That fucked with my shit that I yep. wasn't aware of prior to. I yep. had no idea. And, I, and you know what? I didn't think about it. I just was posting my stuff, having fun, doing my thing. And every other day I'm hearing people they saying they love my shit and everything like that. And it lets you know that although there is this whole sea of stuff out there, you still can make your mark. And it matters, ex extremely matters that you... Face that fear, that big F word down, and you just do it. Just like I plan to do it for 2018. It's going to be a big year, not only for me, but also stirring the pot. Oh, hell yeah, man. This, this year, woo, sky's the limit, baby. Sky is the limit. And guess what? We're going to need all of you listening. We're going to need y'all help pretty soon. We got some big plans ready for y'all. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to to let them know, Dewan. I can't wait to let them know. But you know what's important with that? It's got to be that Black Christmas when that comes around, baby. Oh, yeah. The I, dependents. Those dependents I depend on because they depend on me. <laughs> you know what? I'm really excited about this. When we get your music here, if not for nobody else, for me, I'm going to love it, man. I'm going to just love it. It's going to be such a good look. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be so nice to be back in the studio creating and 
all that fun stuff. And I want to also say to everyone, if you disagree, you feel that it's actually X, Y, and Z, that whatever, call into our station. Let us know on Anchor. Call in. Um, comment. Those outside of Anchor, hit us on Twitter or, you know, et cetera. We work, we in the processes of working on our Twitter page and all that stuff so people can be able to reach us and access us and all that stuff. So, yes, please hit us up. Let us know what you think. Curse um, us out. Do whatever you got to do. Exactly. Any, we love it feel, when you don't oh, agree. Man. We love oh, that. Man. Oh, man. I, I can't wait for people not to agree. Come on now. Somebody's got to have their own opinion about shit and how to make shit better. And, hey, maybe that'll give us an idea. You never know. You never know. Exactly. That's the, that's the world of ideas. We are always, always soaking things in. And with that being said, I think this wraps up another wonderful episode of Stirring the Pot, number 10. I want to do stars. I want to do effects. But we're going to have to save that when Duong gets his cash money. We talk about getting paid, man. I can't wait for that Black Christmas to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be a good look. Thank you all for listening. Mo Mac and I signing out. What's good to you all? This is a mid-afternoon Stirring the Pot Mo Mac attack because... We got some call-ins, and I don't feel like waiting to answer these call-ins. Unfortunately, <clears throat> Dewan's still wrestling with the kids, so you won't have the double, the full effect of stirring the pot. But maybe that's better. No, actually, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Dewan's the more concise one, and I'm the asshole. So hopefully, I'll stir up the pot while you guys listen to this. First up, we got Unc Reg, always showing the love. And he brings up an excellent, excellent question. Let's get into it. What's up, fellas? Good show, good show, good show. I'm here today to say I'm kissing butt. I'm kissing. No, no, no. I want to know, um, how do you guys feel about those people? I follow a few people that all they do, they may come on and say, hey, this is so-and-so, and say the date, and have no content, and after that, they got like 50 echoes of other people's stuff. I got to, I got to, I got, I got to kick them peep, peeps to the curb, man. I can't do that. I, I get, you know, I want to hear something you created, not 50 other echoes of, of, you know, other stations, man. I, I, that, that bugs me, yo. Ungridge, what's up with you, man? First of all, thank you for showing the love. For first of all, listening to the station and then giving us the kudos. That's awesome. More importantly, I love the fact that you called in on this particular subject because you know why? I'm not going to speak for Duan again, but I'm getting tired of saying that. So maybe I am going to speak to Duan. Fuck it. I don't care. We're going live. We're fucking going live. Here's what I got to say about that. You're right. And this is not something that's <clears throat> unique to you. I think, I think if you asked 100 people, a high percentage of them would come back with the same thing. You know, over 80 would probably come back with the same uh, sentiment. Although some people might find value in that kind of curator mode, you know? It sounds like those, those people are working in curator mode, meaning, you know, they're just trying to find a good uh, set of stuff out there. And if that, you know, if that lines up with what you're looking for, Maybe you could you, you could be all right with that. But let me say something controversial, which I don't think is controversial at all. I think is this is what everybody's thinking. 
I agree with you 100%. I do not like that shit either. And what it seems like to me is that these people have, I'm going to say, I think they're cowardly, um, not showing a true perspective. Or maybe they just don't have one. They don't have a perspective. You know, they don't have anything to say. Not that they have anything to, to say that's important. Or fuck it, I don't care, man. You got an opinion, it's as good as mine. All right? If you got an opinion, I'm going to put it out there. It's as good as mine. So why not bless us with something that, you know, you have coming from you, your perspective, you know, all you grew up with, your education, your likes, dislikes, and all that stuff, right? Give me something that I haven't heard before. I agree with you. And now I'm going to throw it back on you and everybody out there, including myself. How the fuck are we going to let these people know? Because suddenly turning the station off, ignoring it, unfavoriting it. Bruh, to be honest with you, I don't have any idea when people unfavorite me. I could be active about it and try to see when people start dropping off the listen list. But what the fuck is that going to do for me, really? I don't know why they stopped listening exactly. So the question, Uncle Reg, is how the fuck do we fix this problem? What we going to do, me and you... And whoever else is listening to this that feels a certain way to let people know, hey, that fucking hello, how are you? And let me echo some junk. It ain't working for us. It just ain't working for us. Let's give, I got to give you a Dear John letter. You know what I'm saying? But on the flip side, I think I have a problem too because I just did some of that echoing shit this morning. <laughs> Including echoing some gold that you had on another station. I want to get into that a little bit. Uh, on, on, on the Momac attack at the interwebs. See how that goes. <laughs> but that's that's neither here nor there. No, actually it's there. It's not here, but it's there. However, let's think about this though. I would love to like open it up a little bit further and say, how the hell are we gonna fix this situation? What would you do really if you wanted to send a message to people letting them know, hey, this ain't kosher, and I ain't putting up with it no more. Alright, next up we got Lori talking about the struggle where creatives should feel like they shouldn't monetize or else they're sellouts. They're selling out to the game. Fuck it, man. I think that is the game. Everybody should get paid, especially creatives. I come from a semi-creative industry um, as in media, and uh, I think it's like a weird balance right because on one hand they want to call it a labor of love so they're like well you, if you really love what you do and you're really about that creative life you shouldn't care about the money and if you do care about the money you're a sellout and that is how we're sort of trained to think but then if you don't have money you can't very well feed yourself so you can do that creative stuff so i can't knock the hustle ever when it comes to creatives trying to monetize their content that said there is a thin line between be you know hustling and trying to support your creativity and basically trying to come up with a scheme that's based on media to to get money um and i think that if you cross that line then your content just becomes less interesting and by the laws of capitalism nobody's going to want to listen to you hey what's good with you Lori? first of all thank you for calling in on this i love the fact that you're talking about <clears throat> that question we all talk about right the sellouts the sellouts and shit like that and who's hustling to do what? Now, I'm gonna take a different approach and say, I disagree with you. I disagree with you where, uh, you know, 
the fine line is being crossed because I don't think it ever is. I don't think it ever is really. The content and the hustling are two separate things. Now, I think the problem becomes, and maybe this is where you're alluding to, when somebody takes their focus off the content to focus on the marketing aspect of it, the networking, whatever you want to call it, that piece of getting the name out there where the content suffers. Now, it isn't because one or the other, but let's take Star Wars, for instance, right? Star Wars started out small, small. Uh, it's a media piece, you know, it's something we're all familiar with, and it's a rack to richer stories. That's what I like to use it. But it's always also ubiquitous because it's so goddamn famous. And in some ways, the films, although arguable, people will argue about this, have, to me at least, uh, in many ways have gotten only better as time went on, right? If you look at the first uh, movie they ever made and then Return of, you know, Empire Strikes Back, I mean, uh, night and day. The, the, I mean, the story, was it that much more improved? questionable but the effects and everything else that made you know the sci-fi fantasy what it was what it is um, got better and better right um, the story is still good I'm not saying it was and hell even with Return of the Jedi say what you will about little Ewoks and their markability the shit still rocks um, and then you know you could go into the n newer series all the commercial you know all the stuff that's spun off of it the shows the cartoons, the yada, yada, yada. But I bet you, you know, for the fans, it's gotten better and better as it's grown. And, you know, it's kind of that thing where you create the fan base with the great content and you focus on creating great, great content while a separate arm that specializes in the selling or the promoting of it, whatever you want to uh, really focus on, does their piece, right? So I think those are two separate skills. And I think the problem nowadays is that artists are their own business but they're expected to do both and only a few great ones have done that branding like uh so great like Muhammad Ali comes to mind he's probably the one that started it all in modern day um who else could I think of that did their own branding to that extent um you know I'm sure there are a lot of other ones I think Dali was also kind of narcissistically awesome in that sense but I don't know how much success he's garnered from it Muhammad Ali the fucking rumble in the... I mean, he made boxing fucking exciting again because of his persona. Um, and yes, he was a, He had the goods to back it up. Let's not be, you know, the fights were great. Um, the, the, the challenges were immense. And he just built them up to the point where the promotion was an art, in a sense. So he was skilled in both, right? In the sport, which you could consider an art because, I mean... Nobody danced like him in the ring, and that in itself, it's its own thing. But uh, I think what we're saying here is that uh, the content, you know, if you could sell well, and you could do the art well, let's say you could do both very well, and the content doesn't suffer at all, it doesn't have to. It has nothing to do with the thin, thin line between hustling, right, the business aspect, and the content. I think regardless, you have to come with the content. It always has to be good or great. I'm in the process of personally looking for a healthy balance for my creative pursuits because I've decided to do that on my own, but I don't want to sell out as in, I don't just want to make it all about networking and hustle and advertising and sponsorships and stuff like that. I just, I just don't want to, you know, that's just going to make me hate it as much as I did corporate creativity. So 
I think what I've realized is that my goal is that I need to find financial independence as in some source of source of passive income. Right now it's active as in I actually have a full-time job that I'm using to support my creativity. Um, one day, if I'm lucky, I can figure out a way to make that income passive so that I don't need to spend eight plus eight to 10 to 12 hours on it per day. And then I can spend those eight to 10 to 12 hours on my own site, on all my own content. And I can do whatever I want with that content, regardless of how much money it makes me. That's personally my ideal. Lori, 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 the, the gold, the, what is it? The golden fleece? No, the holy grail <coughs> of income, that passive income. You know what, though? I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this. This is what I'm going to say about it. I think everybody should want to come up with passive income, right? The best way to do it, <coughs> as in, you know, having something that always sells and people are always buying is either get into the food business of some sort, some way, or, um, but even that is fickle to, to some extent, <coughs> or land, right? Being a landlord, landowner, um, and you got to work out the economics. But the question you got to ask yourself, are you built for that, right? Um, and I'm sure there are other ways. I'm not going to say there aren't. There, there definitely are in music and whatnot. Again, it comes to the content and, you know, the rights to it and all that stuff, right? And whether people are using it or not. But, you know, like Seth Godin said, and he's a highly paid consultant type, uh, or not consultant necessarily, but freelancer, which, you know, I think a lot of are. He doesn't, you know, do the work up front and spend a lot of money and whatnot creating it and then expect to get paid later because who knows what that looks like. He likes and works best as a freelancer, right? He does the work and he gets paid for the work. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think what you might want to do for yourself, just a suggestion, tell me what you think about it, is raise your damn rates. How about getting paid more or reducing your whatever other costs and then taking the rest of the money and investing? Because that is, in a sense, a type of passive income. Now, I don't know exactly what you need for your return, blah, 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 blah. There are calculators online and whatnot to do all that math. If you're interested in it, um, I don't know what your financials look like now, but I'm not here as a financial consultant. There are a couple of other things that might be better for that. But yeah, let's talk about it. What can artists do? I think artists could still get paid in a lot of ways, be creative in their work, and still uh, lead normal lives and still have room for their creativity to a certain extent without compromising. Without compromising, that's the key. I think the idea of not compromising is um, what you need best. But you gotta really know what you want, right? What you like. That's where it comes with compromising. I guess you, maybe I'm wrong about that. I'll take it back. I think you do have to compromise, but you know, make sure the trade-offs are in your favor. You're giving up a little something eh, for a lot, for getting back a lot of what you love to do or love to take, right? So hopefully that makes sense. Let me know if it doesn't. Hello everyone, this is Dewan and only of Stirring the Pot, as you are all aware. And I want to um, reply to um, Coffee Black, as well as Insatiable, Lori of Insatiables. So we're going to be talking about uh, some anchor methods and how they can be scrutinized at times and uh, very um, dysfunctional in some ways you can make an argument for and we can also and also we're going to be talking about the um, art versus a monetization and how it can be a marriage of both worlds okay let's start with um, coffee black okay 
Mr. Coffee Black, a.k.a. Unc Rich. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. I'm glad you are a fan of this particular station and format that Momac and I run. Um, yes, it does bother me a bit when I barely get to hear the person of the station and I hear more people who are being echoed on other stations. And frankly, it's a lot of people who I don't listen to and don't really have a reason to listen to, which is why I actually had to unfavorite a lot of people who frequently echoed because it was not that they were a bad person. It's just that their practice in which how they echoed, you know, I would begin so much uh, shout outs of people for listening to their station when I actually wasn't listening to their station. I was listening to this person's station and you happened to pop up when I wasn't at my phone because I would have easily swiped past because you're just not my cup of tea. So yeah, it's all preference at the end of the day. Some people love the echoing. Certainly it is a vital feature of Anchor. You are able to be heard by more people than just your small crop circle at times, depending on who you are. So um, yes, that's that. But um, to Lori of Insatiables, yes. Uh, that's why I was very aware and, hes and, and very, not hesitant, but very cognizant to argue both sides of the art and the creator and the businessman and entrepreneur. Now, there is both. It doesn't mean that they're separate, but... Um, it's all getting maximizing your qualities to be able to benefit you. So if you're an artist and you go about things in a certain way with your art form, it's all about finding a reasonable approach. Sorry about that. I was interrupted by my kids. But it's all about in your approach and finding the viable means to be able to support yourself while still having integrity with your art form. Sorry about that. My son is misbehaving. But um, yes, uh, a general rule is one thinks that, you know, selling out um, can be the death of your art. Uh, and there have been many examples of it where some people have, you know, tried to go mainstream and they kind of lost themselves in the message once the success came. So it, 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 I would say it is a necessary Evil. It's, it's a necessary evil, the business side of it, um, because, you know, for every horrible, tragic story, there are just as many success stories and people who are able to uh, have the ability to be creative and talented, but also have great business acumen. Of course, like people like Eminem comes to mind, Nas. And unfortunately, it's, you can't name a whole bunch of them. But hopefully over time, especially in the podcast world, we can be able to add more names to the list or even make that a necessary genre for people to take seriously. So thanks to you, Lori of Insatiable and... Uh, the Coffee Black show. Sorry, <laughs> Uncle Rich. Thanks for um, contributing your call-ins. And I believe there's a couple more call-ins, and I'm going to listen to those. I believe they're from Lori, and I think she had a convo with Momac. But I wasn't really – I just listened to the initial stuff. I didn't listen to the interaction between y'all. So I guess I'll have to do that next. The problem here is for every successful freelance story, the fact of the matter is freelance money is shrinking, at least in my profession in terms of writing and media. Um, a lot of these new media sites, they make less revenue on digital advertising than print publications used to make on print advertising. So what that translates to is like you're getting paid a tenth or even less 
of the money that people use to get paid for the same amount of work. And that limits your ability to create because if you can't keep the lights on, you can't spend three, four, five days reporting and writing a story that's, you know, that's well done. And that's part of the reason why platforms like Patreon are so important because it's finding another way to value creativity. It's valuing creativity for what the consumers want, not what advertisers are willing to pay for. And so it creates a very, like a, a different business model that maybe will unlock some ability for people to create. And this, of course, is where the discussion that you guys have brought up is so important because, yes, we can enjoy the content, we can do what we want, but if we do think about the that underlying or parallel goal that we have as in making money off our content and living off our content or being able to fund our content if you think about that from the beginning then you have to understand the economics of building an audience and how do you monetize that audience how do you make your output more efficient so that you can work on the things you want to work on but also be able to subsist off of it and sustain it you have to think about these things and do things carefully and strategically if you want to still be doing what you're doing 10 years from now, and that's just facts in my opinion. An audience will give you power to monetize how you please, whether it's through Patreon or merchandise or subscriptions or anything else, but you have to be willing to do it. And my, what I see with a lot of creators and especially journalists is that they just want to do their craft and they don't want to worry about the business side and that's a mistake. So great points, Lori. You know, you got the freelance realities of what's going on and uh, the different platforms for where you can make money. Yeah, I mean, this goes, you know, time and time again. I mean, the world's changed over and over again uh, to the industries that were around. You know, how many piano makers are there anymore, right? It's all digitalized and et cetera, et cetera, but people still making music. Um, <clears throat> and then what you said about the strategy and the art. See, now, this is where I think... There's some disagreement uh, uh, that I'll, we seem to be having. I would argue that, <sighs> I might be wrong, but I would say, in my opinion, 90 to 95 of people that are creative are creative to an extent. Are they that good that people would be willing to pay for their stuff indefinitely so that they can make a living or as much of a living off of that creativity as they would like? I'm going to say no. I'm just being dead honest. I don't think people are that good that they're going to be able to do that. But what I do think is that they could still do their art, express their creativity, uncompromised because they have outlets like Anchor and whatever else there is out there for them to do, on the, et cetera, et cetera. But they won't be able to take it to a professional level, which is fine. You know, They could find other work um, or you know, services to provide or even businesses to start that are outside the domain of the creativity. But if they're not that person, if they're not a business person, you know, they, they'll never fit in. They'll never be able to fill it in. They'll never be able to strategize, you know. So <clears throat> where some people might be able to do that, um, I would almost argue that the greatest artists won't be able to do that because they're already diluting their ability to create the best art they can. Or maybe not. Maybe they can do both. Maybe they can do both. And that's fine. But I think they're two dis dis separate talents and things to go upon. That's all. So I definitely don't think that they're, they have to go hand in hand. And I don't think that most people fall into that category where they're going to be that great. That they can blow up and make a living off their art 
Um, that is a lot of luck, a lot of being charismatic, you know, just being having the ability to, um, you know, feed that starving crowd. But, you know, be, you, I mean, you know, popular one year doesn't mean popular again another year. Um, you know, I mean, I think that's where, like, if you're a musician, if you're a jazz musician, this is a perfect example, possibly, because jazz musicians were the shit back in the day, probably up to the 1950s. But now, I mean, that's, quote-unquote, where the real music comes in, where real music theory and this, that, and the other thing comes in. But they're not popular. They're not popular pop music. Now, would you be able to play pop music if you're a jazz musician? Maybe, but maybe you wouldn't want to. Maybe you think it's beneath you. Um, and could you make a living as a jazz musician without being in pop? Yeah, but you're never going to make the big, big money, right? You're never going to make as much money as some of the top superstars in the pop scene or rap scene or whatever else is the biggest genre of the current generation, right? The You know, what the boy bands of the 90s or what are, you know, like the Britney Spears and whatever else was before that, right? There's no way you're going to ma match up money-wise. But why would you want to, you know? Just some people aren't made. <clears throat> and will never be, the artists will never want to go in that direction. And it doesn't matter to them. Hey, Momac, man, nephew, how are we going to fix this problem, man? That's a good question. I don't know how we're going to fix this problem when, the when um, you know, people echo all these other people content and then the leaderboard goes hmm you should be number 50 or number 25 or number whatever when they're constant people are making great con content constantly who are can't even crack the 500 i mean i've seen you at the five you know 500 you correct you create some good content um ray create some saha Lori. i mean dewan um, all these people with Sharice, and, 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 but yet still, you know, we can't even crack the 500, but yet still, this person just jumped on Anchor and echoed 20 people's stuff, and they're number, you know, the um, Anchor algorithm encouraged this stuff, you know, so. I don't know, man. It, it, that's a good question. How do we fix it? Well, I I propose that we just tell people straight up, you know. Um, I, I hit that favorite button for a reason because I like the content that you had. Continue making that content. Um, your content, not somebody else's, yours. Because I'm trying to get to know you as a person, you know. I'm trying to get to because this app break down stereotypes and 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 you know opens up people's minds and you know continue making good content. I, I mean that's the only way I see we can do this, man. The only way. What's going on, Unc Reg? Since Momac is currently with Wifey, I can imagine. Uh, I will take duty as a responder to the call-ins today. Um, what can be done to stop this behavior of echoing um, constantly, 
truth be told, I don't think there's anything that can be done. No matter what algorithm they put in the works, it's always going to favor people who echo um, popular people. And in turn, they become popular from echoing those same people. So um, I think it starts with one, though. It starts with one and you doing what you can to... to um, kind of just differentiate yourself from the pack in some ways, which kind of goes against in a way what I was talking to you about, but it's the evolution of change. So it still applies. So yes, there are stations out there that love to echo. It is a feature that anchor provides that they encourage you to do at times because that is how you get more listeners. But, um, I think if you have to, sometimes you just got to disengage entirely from those people because that's what they do and they love doing it and they're probably not going to stop. So I have in the past unfavorited some of those people. Um, and this station here stirring the pot, we, we, we don't listen to any stations. This is primarily to put content out there. <laughs> so uh, we can favor whoever. Um, and actually, we've gotten on the leaderboard in uh, consequence to that. And also... Uh, Coffee Black, I wanted to say that you are actually on the leaderboard. I just checked your number 99 or 98. So you made it. You made it past the top 500. But most of the algorithms now, I notice they tend to favor those new listeners rather than total listen count. Um, even stirring the pot yesterday uh, was on the leaderboard for a little while. We were like number 60 or something at one point. And when I checked the Daily Digest, it was only a total listens of 176 versus my station, Dewan and Only. I had over 600 listens and I wasn't in the top five. I was in the top 500. So it's not about a cumulative amount of listeners. It's about new listeners, uh, some combination of that and favorites. Um, that's what I think it's going on. I think it's more favorites, if anything, because uh, I'm going to have to check the listen people who did listen, but it, I think it's the same people who are listening. So I think it's about the most favorites or something. I'm, I don't know. I, I, I'm just speculating here. You know, Anchor is notorious for not um, divulging that information. So you just do what you can. Just enjoy the platform. That's the main number one. Enjoy this time here. And if you're not enjoying it, you don't have to be here, right? But thank you for calling in and hopefully Momac will be able to hear this. I'll have to, we'll have to repurpose this sometime. And also too, um, uh, coffee black. Sorry, I was kind of lost for words. If there's any time in the future you can make a promo for us and you call into our station so we can have it permanently, because that one that you did for us, it's on my station. And it would be a lot of work to get to echo that here and all that stuff. So if there's any time in the day, any day of the week that you can, uh, do 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 like a cool unique way of stirring the pot a promo we'll run it all the time in the beginning of our show before we go to air so uh thank you for being a consistent listener because that's more important to me than new listeners um thank you for being a consistent listener and enjoying the program and what we have to offer hopefully you are having a good day Hey guys, I can't believe you guys got a show together. It's like my two favorite people. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited uh, to hear what you guys are uh, up to. And when I have a, a minute, I'm definitely going to be checking out the station. And other than that, I hope you guys are having an awesome weekend and speak soon. Jen of Boss Babe Philosophy. Thank you for um, favoriting our station. And um, I'm sure Momac would be just as happy as I am to know that you are a fan of both of our works and even coined us as the Dream 
team. Yes, every Friday we uh, have a show, whereas today I'm just responding to replies. Um, we're still working on the schedule in which how we want to do replies to call-ins. Um, we want to feature it in the show in a creative kind of cool way. Um, but yeah, we do, uh, every Friday we do an episode, usually lasts about 40 minutes to an hour. Um, and it's full, it's full of gold nuggets. And you can check in our... You can check in our uh, episodes. We have about nine episodes now. I got to do episode 10. I'm, I'm going to archive all that stuff either later, either today or tomorrow. I don't know when I want to archive it back so I can be able to put it into said episodes and make it into its own episode. So with that being said, thank you very much for um, calling in and favoriting. And hopefully you have a good day.